All right, friends, we're back with another episode of the VFAM Sessions, one I'm so pumped about. Um, I'm here with Michael Keane, uh, co-host of the NFT Catcher podcast and uh, creator of the NFT Catcher.io. Is that, is that your baby? Yeah, yeah, co-founder. There's four of us that started it, but um, it's kind of my idea. It came from uh, my past experience as a ticket broker. I kind of had the idea, and we and we put it together. I love that. And so we're yeah. really excited to get into that and so much yeah. more. Um, but this is this is so special to me because when I first started getting into NFTs, and I, I went into my Apple podcasts way back a year ago, essentially, um, and I was, I, I said, I need to get into this in podcast form because that's how I just consume so much of information. That's how I learn. And the first one I, I did was the NFT catcher podcast with you and wow. your co-host, uh, Jenny from the blockchain. And it's, this is a, a full circle moment. Um, it was so cool to run into you at, at VCon yep. and, uh, we were waiting in line to, uh, to go on, to one of the panels and, uh, you know, I saw your shirt. And I didn't want to be presumptuous and assume that it was you wearing the shirt. So, um, yeah. but lo and behold, it was, and, uh, just so, so welcoming and, and chill. And, um, so first of all, congrats to all of the, the great stuff that's happening with your podcast. And I saw you guys were up for one of the awards, right? For, yeah, for, best media. Can't be- for sure. Yeah. I can't believe it. Um, that, that must be like, how, let's, let's jump into that first. Like how, yeah. How is, I mean, talk about full circle. I mean, so much has happened from a year. So where's your head at right now? Yeah, I mean, nah, we're just, we're having a good time doing it. We're up to 61 episodes. We have some really great guests lined up. We've had great guests already and uh, it's been awesome. Yeah, it was really great to meet you. I'll circle back to that. It was really great to meet you at VCon. Met so many people. I was wearing those shirts every day. So like people were coming up to me and I was, I was with a buddy of mine who I've been friends with for 20 years. And he's like, why are people like taking pictures with you? What did you, how do you explain that? What did you say? I, I was like, I don't know, man. Like it's, it's weird. Like it's never happened before, but like people would, you know, especially with the shirt. Cause it makes it pretty obvious. Right. And, you know, and there was, you know, it wasn't like a million people, but there might've been 10 or 12 over the few days who wanted to get a selfie or come up and see how much they liked the pod. And it was really neat. Like I say to Jennifer all the time, we always say that we have the best fans. Like they're, they're passionate. They're always talking about us on Twitter. They're in the discord. Like it's, it's a real, we're really, we're really just lucky to have this, you know, it's, it's, it's a really great community and we have so much fun doing it. And I, yeah, I mean, that's amazing. That's the, the most important part, but like just the whole energy you guys have, it, it's so, I guess the only word I can think of is, is comforting. Like, it's just like you're having, you're sitting in on a, just a, a casual conversation with two chill people yeah. talking yeah. about this space and like everything about it. Like you're never pumping anything. You're never, you know, putting pressure on anyone to feel a certain way or to do certain things it's just it's just total like chill is the only word uh chill and comforting so i Thanks, think man. that's um it's just amazing what so many people need so um yeah congrats i mean you guys are just gonna keep on booming well, um, i appreciate that i want to uh i want to take uh, a step of a few steps back to, to yeah. begin if you can just give us like 55 seconds i know you mentioned uh your your past in the, the ticket broker industry but just do like like a 55 second cliff notes of your your background you know professionally what you were into up until the point uh that you got into nfts 
Sure. No, I'm from Philadelphia. I moved to, uh, I'm near Miami. I moved here about 18, 19 years ago. And for that whole time that I've been down here, I was a professional ticket broker. So concerts, sporting events. Uh, I worked with my brother-in-law. We were based out of Colorado. So it was mile high tickets. And we, you know, we were just always buying and selling tickets. And that got shut down, obviously, the beginning of 2020. I didn't work that whole year. And I was looking for something to do. What do I do? And uh, Gary V, believe it or not, had a video. He, it was actually a TikTok he put out talking about NFTs. That was early February 2021. And the moment he started talking about it, I just knew it was what I needed to do. So I and the industries are actually very, very similar. I could talk about some of that. I don't not in 55 seconds, but they're, yeah, very, yeah. Sim, they're very similar industries, believe it or not. So uh once I, I got the bug and I just, I never looked back. I was going 24 hours a day, like from that moment. So you were, you were a Gary guy and Gary's what did it. Did you immediately, yeah. did you immediately go to the flipping kind of ticket? Did that part of your brain kind of start going yeah, off? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what happened. So I knew Gary was smart already. Like I had followed him and, and watched his videos and consumed his content. So I was already a fan. And then when he said that, yeah, the, I, I just, the first thing I found, like the video was over, I Googled what is an NFT and I found Top Shot and got into that. And I got in right, you know, at the beginning of February last year, that was prime time for flipping Top Shot. You'd buy a pack sure. for $14, you'd get $1,000 worth of moments out of it a lot of times. Like, um, so I was, and, and the transparency and like everything just lined up. So I like went headfirst into that. Then I got into VV, if you're familiar with the VV app. The augmented reality, digital collectibles. I, I know it just from listening to you guys. I never okay, really oh, dabbled. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I got into that. And then and then Gary uh, says everyone needs to get a MetaMask and put some Ethereum in there because I'm dropping a project. And I said, aye, aye, Captain, you know, and loaded up some ETH. And that was the first time I got ETH and started the whole journey. I love it. So yeah. so you were already a Gary guy. And like, like yeah. many people that are in this uh, – this VFAM, he he was the person that brought you in uh, yep. to the whole space. Now, did when you started doing your own research, and obviously it sounds like you were doing DYOR before it was the, the cool thing to do, mm. um, but did you navigate to other projects? I, I mean, I know your PFP. I know we'll get there. Right. But did yeah, you start yeah. looking into other things? No, I did for sure. I started, I mean, so... Top Shot VV started a VV Facebook group with a bunch of my friends, and that's actually still going. I don't participate too much, but there's like 6,000 people in there. Um, met a lot of people from there. And then when we went to ETH, started NFT Catcher, at that point, I was watching pretty much every project. So I was there when Cool Cats was minting, when Gutter Cat Gang was minting, all like we were doing, even the, the good ones, the bad ones, like. We were doing all of it. So I, I was definitely looking at every project I could. Um, I bought on, I bought things that never ended up being anything like even other platforms. Like I was really trying to look at everything I could. Um, yeah. And I, and I can attest to that. And, you know, I learned so much about the space from, from your podcast and you mm. definitely had, you know, you cast a wide net over everything and you had a, yeah. it was very clear. You had a, a pulse on what's going on. And, um, you know, you put uh, smiles on my radar oh, cool. and I got into that and that was really great community as well. 
but let's, there's a lot of people, um, and we'll get to your, your V friends in a second, but there was a lot of people that had their ETH. They were listening to Gary. They got their MetaMask. They got their half ETH or one ETH in their, their wallet or more. Um, for, for that May 5th, 2021 drop. And then mm-hmm. there was the delay, you know, Gary mm-hmm. wasn't ready. He didn't feel good about it. And then with in that week before it minted, um, people got into board ape. Is, is that when you yep. got in? I wow. got into, so I didn't get into board ape right. Exactly. That I bought two V friends. I bought my, uh, FaceTime frog and I bought a rare keen Kingfisher and, uh, sometime in mid May or late May, I sold my rare Keen Kingfisher for about five ETH. And that's the money I used with that. That's when I bought my board ape for 0.8. I bought it on May 31st. I I minted six uh, Pixel Vault Happy Punks birthday. Comic Ones. Yeah, I know. yeah, it was just my birthday. I posted on Twitter about <laughs> it. Um, yeah, so that money, the five ETH I got for flipping my rare Keen Kingfisher that I bought for one is what I turned into a lot of my portfolio. Mm. Wow. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. And what was, what was a rare? Was a rare like one? I know it was Dutch. It was one ETH. Yep. And I've one. actually been okay. trying to get that back because the guy keeps putting it for sale. The same exact token that I sold back then. And I sold it for 5.25 and he had it for sale for like 14. And, but I keep putting like floor offers in on it for eight mm-hmm. and 8.25 or whatever. He hasn't accepted it yet, but so I'm trying to get that same exact token back. That would, that would be cool. I mean, talk yeah. about full circle. Right. Exactly. Um, exactly. So that, that's really neat. So you still have your FaceTime frog and were you, I know I, I'm definitely, I, I come from a background not professionally, but amateur, you know, mm-hmm. t- ticket flipping. So I, I'm mm. very curious about that. But let's zoom into to the to you aping into V friends. Were you big? I, I know you got a FaceTime frog. Was that a huge draw for you? Do you say I want I want this access? I I totally yeah, understand. This. Yeah, it was for sure. I paid three ETH for it, which at the time was like twelve thousand dollars. If you remember, the ETH was sure. four thousand when when, uh, when that was dropping. And I didn't know what I wanted it for. I I just knew that, like, you know, I was in the space and I was trying to build. And uh, NFTcatcher.io launched on May 4th. So that's when we actually launched. So I just knew, like, whatever I wanted to, like, that was an awesome thing to be able to to, to have three FaceTimes with Gary. And uh, so that was a huge draw for sure. And we all should have been buying it. We all should have put our life savings into it and bought every single one we could, you know. Yeah, that, yeah, in hindsight, um, right? Yeah, I, I always talk about that that week where ETH was it was high, yeah, and then it was just going up after that that delay, and that that um, did a number on me and my confidence and ability to get in. But yes, in retrospect, we all should have yeah banded Those... together and gotten a whole bunch of gift goats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the gift all. I mean, the point fives, the cores sat there for a couple days. You sure, as many as you wanted. Yeah, it's 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 unbelievable, and just yep. um, I'm so this project that we're we're speaking at now, I'm I'm just totally interested in fast forwarding five years and to see how the the historical um, conversations yep. play out. Of you know, we could be talking in five years and been like, you know, you could have gotten your king kingfisher for fourteen. Like, what was I thinking? Yeah, you're right. Probably, um, probably. So you, why you didn't never I just know. buy it? Right. Yeah. Um. So. I, as I said, a big part of this space is the flipping and the arbitrage. Um, and it's, 
you know, when done right with the right attitude can be very, very, um, you know, good for, for you and for anyone that's doing it for, you know, finances and, you know, just a, a happy livelihood. A lot of people enjoy it. I am someone that, you know, was, uh, would buy tickets and try to flip them. Definitely ate a lot of, a lot of fees and and money and tickets Mm -hmm. over the years, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I had some good ones too. And and it's, it's a, a pleasure to, to do that. It's fun. Um, and you could speak on this professionally from what your, your insights, um, from the ticket to the NFT world, but what I'd be interested to hear your take on how you see so many of the quote unquote communities just being infiltrated by people playing this game for better or worse. Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, most of the people in the NFT space are here to try and make money. You know, if you have a 10,000 piece project, you sell it to 5,000 people. You're lucky if you have like two, three, 400 people that really are there just for the quote unquote community. Um, sometimes it grows into that, but like most people are trying to make money and, you know, and that's okay. But like, it's, you have to be smart when you're dropping something and what you're looking at and when you're buying and selling, like it's when you're flipping, it's just as easy to lose money as, as it is to make money. So, um, what was the question there that I, that I, I might have, that I, no, no, I just, I from, from someone from your, yeah, yeah, yeah. from your, um, you know, perspective, because sure. you, you've, I'm sure you've seen it from a different oh, yeah. vantage point in the yeah, ticket yeah. world. Yeah. Um, where people play this game. And I, I guess what I want to piggyback on as well, you know, there's mm-hmm. a, a lot of emotional things that Gary touches on too, how people are just totally over leveraged yeah. into things yeah. and they think it's going to go up. And for, now is a great time to point that out. And, you know, this, this bear market that we have, um, if we're calling it that just where, where people's are over leveraged and their, their bags that once were this are now yeah. this and people don't know what to do with themselves. Yeah, you're exactly right. Um, you know, I feel it myself. The board ape was four hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars a month ago, and now it's one hundred eighty thousand dollars. So it's like you know, it's a lot of money. Um, I'm not going to complain one little bit. Like I've done very well all along, and I've you know I've been careful, and I've taken money home, and um, and I've sold a lot. I haven't like held every single thing because, in all honesty, most of the projects are are not you know are not going are not going to end up long-term successes just like most businesses are. And, you know, there's, there's no harm in taking profits. Like I always, I never liked when people would shame anybody for selling or anything like that. And like, yep. And I, I, that was one of my favorite parts about VCon is when he, Gary in his closing keynote said, you know, I will never, you know, don't ever, ever, ever feel ashamed for selling a V friend. Right. If you need to sell, go sell it. Yep. I think, I think that's just an an important message from, from the, the captain steering the ship, um, which, which aren't, if you happen to a lot of discords, that's just not the, that's just not the, um, discourse that's going on. True. It's hold, 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 sweep, sweep, sweep. Mm -hmm. Um, so if just a quick, before we move into, to V friends, uh, could you give any kind of insight or foresight or prediction on what you see as far as ticketing in the whole space? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I think eventually, and I've said this to the guys I used to work in tickets with that every ticket will be an NFT. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Like if you look at Ticketmaster, they hate ticket brokers 
And the reason is, is because they see ticket brokers selling tickets for way more than they sold them. But in the future, they'll be able to set the rules, take a secondary royalty. Secondary royalty goes back to the the musicians. Like if you're if you're uh, a touring act and you blow up, but you were selling tickets for twenty dollars, and now your show's sold out, and they're worth three hundred dollars. You weren't making any extra money. With NFTs, mm. you'll be able to. You'll be able to reward your people in the future. So, like, if I bought a ticket to your concert this year, you'll be able to put me on the pre-sale list for next year. You know, um, and, and get better seats and, and reward right. people that have been loyal fans. Um, I think the tickets really will. And then we've seen a bunch of different, like, the VCon had the app, which was really cool. That was your ticket. That was mm-hmm. an NFT, a digital ticket. Um Ape Fest, they just announced that they're working with Token Proof for Ape Fest at NFT NYC, which is which is a really cool app which allows you to uh, go online, verify that the that the token is in your wallet, and then you can have the Token Proof app, and that acts as your ticket. And you don't have you don't have to pull up, you don't have to connect to anything, you don't have to sign anything. You just it knows that your wallet and your Token Proof are connected, and if that token's in that wallet then you're good to go. You have a ticket. Yeah. So, so it's, it's happening. It's just a matter of time before it's at, at scale. These companies take their time, but like, I mean, I know bands that are trying to do it that way already, but like, you know, Ticketmaster will be the last to adopt, but they're going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was, I would, I was thinking about like, what would be the reason when it's as inevitable as right. It is, um, you know, so many people are are doing in companies. I, I, curious to be what what the reason for not doing it now or next year would be for like a you know a live nation or ticket master yeah. for an individual band i think a lot of times with these giant companies there's a lot of red tape they're already making money um they already have everybody under contract like everything's signed they move slow these giant companies mm. it just, just yeah. it's just the education getting so. seeping through the the chain yeah. of command there yeah and then there's there's some public you know, backlash, not everybody's ready for NFTs and people think they're scams and people think it's uh, bad for the environment and that kind of stuff too. So there's probably some of that. They need to wait until that clears up. I love it. So, uh, yeah, I'm like a ticketing has always been kind of a, an interest of mine. Yeah. So definitely wanted to hone in on that. Nice. So let, let's, you, you mentioned Gary was the, you know, the one to get you into this. When, when was the first time you heard the name Gary V? Um, probably three or four years ago, like just YouTube stuff. I was playing with baseball cards for a little bit, like just having fun, like just buying and selling. I wasn't really selling much, but I ended up like, I, I thought I could do well with it. I ended up just buying off Philadelphia stuff, like stuff I liked that didn't end up being worth much. But whenever you search baseball cards on YouTube, Gary V comes up. Mm-hmm. So then I started like, I think that's how I initially found him was baseball cards and basketball cards, whatever. And then, and then just realized he had so much other, you know, valuable content and just really started liking his style and everything about him. And yeah, that's how I, that's how I found it was probably three, three, four years ago. I'm not sure exactly when. And you, you liked him and, and had enough conviction about him to, to spend, some ETH on UnV friends. Yeah. Did, was that, how, how did, how does that conversation go with, um, I know you mentioned you've, you've had a family with, yep. Yep. uh, with your, with your wife. Does that like, 
when you're just kind of not even totally sure what it is, you just have this conviction. Speak on that. How did that conversation go? No, for sure. It was like, it was, you know, we knew that I had to find something to do for work and, Mm. and, you know, we, we were lucky enough to have a nice, you know, savings. We did very well with tickets, but that was kind of over and it didn't look like it was coming back anytime soon. And I started spending some money on this NFT stuff and I was lucky enough that my wife trusted me that, you know, I've done well in the past and she trusted me to be able to make some moves. And we spent a good amount of, like I ended up spending like probably 50 grand of, of real cash on NFTs getting started. And it took a while before I started making real money too, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I was, I was very lucky that she trusted me. And, you know, there were a couple of times where she like, did you just wire another 10,000 in the Coinbase? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did. You know, um, but it's for a good reason. Yeah, it's for a good. Yeah. I'm buying a picture of a, a hand drawn picture of a little frog. It's fine, <laughs> but it's going to go up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I I love it. So, where where did the idea of NFT catcher come from? Sure. I, I, and I I love the I love the idea. I love the 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 value that it brings. It's such a good and well for for anyone listening, can you just give us a quick synopsis of what NFT catcher is and sure. you know, the origin story behind that? Yep. Yep. NFTcatcher.io. We're an aggregate of NFT drops, basically a calendar across all the different blockchains, everything we could find, we would put on there, independent artists, projects, you know, Vivi, Top Shot, like everything we can find, we put on there. The idea came from, there's a a website in the ticket world called Shows on Sale, and I'm friends with the guy that runs it. And and we were paying for that, you know, $200 a month for 10 years. We pay for that site every morning you log on. It tells you every concert, every sporting event that's going on sale. And I, you know, I was missing things in NFTs and I just was like, the NFT space needs this. And I had become friends with a gentleman named Mark in uh, Melbourne, Australia. From that VV Facebook group, we became friends and he's a web designer. So uh, we came together and then I reached out to Casey and Nikki, who I worked with in tickets for many years. And I knew they were awesome, really smart. So the four of us put the put NFT catcher together. We put it together in about three weeks or so launched, like I said, on May 4th, 2021. And, and that's how it came about an idea one day. And we just went for it. Uh, I love it. And it's, uh, anyone listening, I encourage you to to check it out and get your name on the list. Um, because it is super valuable just to have at least a pulse. Um, at least have just have some, some being in the know of, of what's happening in this space. Yeah, so it's a where... good, ours is totally free, by the way. I said uh, shows on sale charges. We're totally free. We've done no advertising. We have almost 70,000 users on our email list um, that, have, that have signed up. We have a Discord with 10,000 people, all totally free. We don't charge one penny to anybody. I love it. Yep. So as, as someone that so, has so much knowledge on so many, so much in the space all over, and it's, it's a vast space, even though it's, you know. Yep we have many, many millions of people still be onboarded where, how is your, where are you consider yourself in the V friends community as far as having a pulse on what's happening? You know, where do you get your information? How do you stay in the loop with, with V friends world? 
Um, Gary's really good at tweeting tweeting out. I have notifications on for Gary. Like Discord is tough. We have our NFT catcher Discord, and that's mm-hmm. where I spend most of my time in Discord. Like I have a hard time. I'm in a hundred discords, you know, going discord to discord to discord. I, I can imagine. Like I'm not up in there, but I'm friends with like, uh, on Cl- I try and go into the clubhouse every now and then the V friends 24 seven. Uh, there's a good crowd of people in there. I'm friends with Ron Jordan and Sal DeGuardia and like, you know, the vaginas ladies are awesome. So like, I, I like that whole crew. Um, and I, I try and stay engaged, but I'm not like in the discord chatting all day long. Mm-hmm. I don't have the time for that, but sure. So, yeah, I'm curious. Someone that's and you're, you know, being in it for as long as you have, you're you're definitely a, a OG status. Um, you know, one year feels like nine years for sure in this space. And you've been to a few events. I'm I'm curious because, you know, part of this uh, podcast is is talking about this community and and what happens. And so for someone that has been around you've talked to different creators you've talked to different people in different communities and you've been to different events i know um art basil and nft nyc and things like that i'm just curious from from your vantage point is does anything seem feel um taste different in in v friends world as far as the community and the members behind it than than maybe some other projects or events right i mean you know, Gary is like, I mean, people that love Gary V love Gary V and people like there's people love him and there's people that hate him. But the people that love Gary, like go into that. I mean, there was line, you know, there were four hour lines to shake his hand. Like, yep. I don't know if there's anyone else that could do that. Anybody like the founders of Board Apes did it. There wouldn't be anybody lining up to shake their hands. Right. <laughs> like, not like that. Like, um, so there's definitely a different vibe. I mean, that was a great conference. He put together the best list of speakers, as far as I'm concerned. Like, there were really good panels, really good speeches. Sure, yeah. Um, and that vibe was awesome. The first NFT NYC was really special back last November because it was kind of the first time that everybody had gotten together. Everyone that had been friends all year met each other. Everything mm-hmm. was, like, blowing up, and the prices were all really high. So, like, everyone's living on cloud nine. You know, like, we did it, you know. Um, so that was a, that was a great vibe, but the, the Gary V like, that's a whole nother, like, I don't, I'm not, I'm going to hesitate to say the word cult, but like that, you know, some people say like, it's kind of like a cult, like people, like people love Gary V, you know, and I do too. It, like I'd run through a wall for him. He's done so much. Sure. And, but when I go to, when I explain it or start to explain, you know, where was I that weekend yeah. or, or yeah. what am I doing or what am I doing? Right. Podcast about? Right. It, oh, when I'm trying to explain it, it does sound like it does have like cult like vibes. Yeah. 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 Which is, it's hard to understand from the outside. Yeah. Um, but not, not all, know, cult, not all cults are bad, you know, cult movies and you know, what it exactly. Is what it is. It's like, exactly. You know, yeah. So it, it was very interesting going, going to VCon because what what was happening on Twitter, there was a lot of FUD on Twitter, a lot of people, you know, ETH is crashing, Soul is this. Yeah. yeah. And it, there was just kind of a lot of un, un you know, pe- unrest. And then we go there and we were just kind of like in this little little bubble of of Gary Land, which which was all good vibes and just like looking forward and everything. Do you think if if Gary 
moved away or if, you know, he, he, he teases the fact that he's just going to stop everything one day and just, just stop or, you know, God forbid, you know, and you know, no one's, uh, guaranteed tomorrow. Right. Do you think this project has the, the, the run that it, it, he says it is without him, um, present? Um, I mean, if, if something horrible happened now, it, it would, it would probably take a huge hit and not sure if it would recover, but like, if that's 20 years from now, it depends on what's built between now and then, if that makes mm. sense. Um, no, of course. The, this project is him for sure. Like, you know, the VCon and, and all the access tokens, like all that stuff is, is built on him really. Yeah. And I'm as for someone that does talk so much, not only about the future and, you know, not being guaranteed tomorrow. I wonder what, just as a side note, I'm, I'm curious um, what he does have in place. Just, you know, as, right. as a like doomsday uh, scenario for, for the project. So that's very, uh, very interesting banter. Now hmm. we've talked a lot about prices and everything. I'm just from, from your curiosity, maybe you have some friends or, or whatever. Um, even with prices, even with ETH where it is today, it's it's still a good chunk of change for your average Joe. What, just changing gears here, what do you say to someone um, that wants to get into the space or a project, but, you know, doesn't have $2,000, doesn't have, you know, 1500 4000 whatever to, to get in? Just out of curiosity, from your vantage point, what do you, how do you help them get in? What's yeah. your advice? Yeah, I, I I really don't like giving financial advice at all. Uh, but I I always tell I could tell people what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. Like for people that want to get in the space that don't have a lot of money, honestly, just start by learning. Get on Twitter Spaces, um, listen to the Nifty Alpha Show every morning, and they talk about free mints and things that are cheap. And get your feet wet. And just the best thing you could do is learn. You're not going to make a million dollars in a month. You know, learn. Go on Clubhouse. Follow the right influencers on Twitter, you know, um, and and when something connects with you, you know, make a move um, like, you know, people right now, like V friends series two at point five, I, you know, I think is a great deal. I, I'm, I'm up to like 16 of them. And I'm probably mm, gonna yeah, keep buying. Yeah, I was gonna go there. Like, I was gonna ask. Yeah. yeah, like that. That to me, like, is is a solid a play as there is. Um, but you know, new people, it's it's really mo most important to learn. Spend that time. Don't just go buy something and then that puts you in the space. Get in the space by learning. There's lots of free NFTs. There's Po apps. There's you know, there's all kinds of community things happening. So just learn, learn, mm, learn. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I come from an educator background and the best way to learn is, is to, by doing, yeah, um, it's the only way. Yep. I, I love it. Yep. Um, so now, now that, now that you leaked, uh, that you have 16, what's <laughs> your, what's your number one? If, if you have to sell 15, which one are you holding? Let's see. Well, probably the one, I guess my evolving one that was, uh, cause you know, you mm. get, you get the one for free, but, uh, I also bought six or so, I'm going to look at right now, six or seven keen kingfishers. Cause you remember I said my keen kingfisher, yeah. obviously my last name is keen. So that one has a, has a soft spot in my oh, heart. Oh, yeah. I didn't even, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah that's yeah. awesome. I, right, right, right. So I have one, 
two, three, four, five keen kingfishers. And those I really like. But my, my evolving one is probably the one I should keep. That's They gave me an enormous emu. Um, the reason because the uh, they did the uh, the FaceTime ones they didn't move over to the evolved. They were retired. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Oh, so I, it was just randomized. Enamored emu. Enamored emu. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Yes, it was that's, randomized. That's interesting. And there's a lot of buzz now because you know for a while, well, for as long as V2 was a thing, Gary in the discord said, you know, there's no utility. V2 is not, if V2 is just collectible, it's no utility. And then a couple weeks ago, he drops this thing. If you have a competitive clown or a pickleball background, you get this VIP pickleball experience, which is happening this coming weekend in, um, Austin. Yep. yep. Where you get to fly out and you get put up and you get to meet Andy, the president, and you get all this swag. Um, and, you know, photo opportunities with, with professional pickleball players. So he's really uh, building up his, his pickleball, um, you know, niche there. Yeah, but he is. He, big... bought a he bought like a professional team or something. He's yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> he's calling it he, the fives and the, the competitive okay. clown. It, it's lo looking up like it's looking like the competitive clown is going to be like the mascot. So if you had a competitive clown or a, a pickleball background. Oh, that's cool. Any character V2. Um, but what's cool about that is because that's, that's the utility that he just kind of threw in there. Yeah. Yep. So we'll, I, I totally agree that the 0.5, uh, V2s are a good place to go. So I want to go into this, uh, next, next portion. I, I call it micro macro spitfire. So I'm going to give you some ors or some questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, this or that, and you can go just a general macro yes or no or answer, or you can you know go super micro and give a, a detailed reason why on some part. Okay. Um, so here we go. Uh, who is someone that needs to? If you're just getting into either V friends or any any kind of NFT, uh, who is someone that needs to be followed immediately? Uh, well, obviously Gary. I'm a big Zeneca fan. You know Zeneca thirty three. He's really mm -hmm. smart really well versed in the in the community and uh, i love the nifty alpha show with nick and pio in the morning i think that they're funny they do a really good job they have great guests so that's i would i'd say that's a great place to start right there and I then the it. nft nft catcher podcast of course i if yeah. you didn't say i was yeah uh, uh the favorite teacher you had in growing up and one reason why uh, a guy named uh, Lee Michaels, Mr. Michaels, was my accounting teacher at Northeast High School in Philadelphia. Uh, he was a good dude. He was he was an Eagles fan like I was, and obviously most people in Philadelphia are. But um, he helped me join this club called the Future Business Leaders of America, and I got to travel around, do some competitions, did really well in some accounting competitions. That was my favorite teacher. I love it. Decentraland or Sandbox? Probably sandbox. Giants, if they're playing in the in the NFC Championship, Giants or Redskins? Uh, definitely the Redskins. The Giants, and, and, and it's hard to say because I don't like the Redskins, but the Giants are my least favorite team, even less than the than the Cowboys. My one of my best friends from Penn State is a huge Giants fan, so like that just solidified that rivalry. We've gone to a bunch <laughs> of Giants Eagles games together and stuff like that, so. And I've, I've, now I'm realizing I said Redskins. I probably shouldn't have said Redskins. Yeah, that's um, a, no, no, we don't like the Redskins either. We, you could have said Giants or Cowboys. And most Eagles fans hate the Cowboys more. 
But me personally, it's the Giants. Friends or the office? Uh, the office. Gratitude gorilla or patient pig? Gratitude gorilla. All right. Just two. two um, this is not an or. Just whatever first thing comes to your mind. Uh, Jenkins, the valet. Love Jenkins. I'm a, I'm a holder. I uh, bought pre-reveal. I have four of them. And I think that's going to be one of the a really big Web3 media success story. Solana NFTs. Uh, I, I just have one. I bought my first one a few weeks ago. Um, it's to be determined. Like it, it's, it's got a big community and people are trying to make it happen. But then I keep hearing things about the network shutting down and, um, you know, there's going to be a space for lots of, of things to succeed in blockchains. Is Solana going to go by the way of wax or cause like wax was popular mm. when I first got in. Sure. Um, or like it seemed like it was really coming up. There's lots of Twitter spaces about it. Like I, I'm on the fence. Like, you know, I'd like to even get a few more and try and learn it. I would like to learn more about it. Then that's what I would say. I would like to learn more. I mean, just just a few, just a, about a month ago, we it was shaping up for another round of Solana Summer. Yeah, um, yeah. But now, like, well, so now right, the token went from one twenty down to forty. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, one more. Um, yep. Two hour group dinner access with Gary for two hours, or a ten minute one on one conversation. Uh, probably would depend on who the group is and how big it was, but, uh, uh, I, sorry, sorry to last, not that tough of a question. Probably the, the one-on-one I've been so lucky to have, I had a five minute FaceTime with him, which was incredible. And then we got to interview him for five minutes at VCon, which was also incredible. So you have 10 minutes. Yeah, I've had 10 minutes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> he knows who I am now. I gave him a gift. I gave him a Hugh Douglas autograph rookie card from the Jets because we had talked about Hugh Douglas on our five minute FaceTime. So that was kind of neat. And I love that. Yeah. I, um, yeah, yeah, he must have loved that. I, I gifted him too because uh, he, he shared that he, um, you know, hit, someone asked him, you know, what's one card that's your favorite? And he mentioned the the 1990 um leaf frank thomas rookie oh wow which yeah, was the, yeah. the biggest card when he was a kid so on ebay i tracked down i mean i figured he has a million of them he probably right. hasn't signed psa right. 10, whatever yeah. but he's, he's he's big in the he's big on five um and you don't see many psa fives because right. when the card is in that people shape, don't you send know, it just, in yeah you don't get great get it graded so i i tracked down on ebay there was one psa five of that card so wow. I, I gifted it to him in ho- hopes that he would kind of remember that moment oh, and so attach cool. me to it eventually. Nice. When did you do that? Uh, I did it. Well, I got in line early at that that the pre party. Oh, cool! Yep. On the the Thursday of Econ. Um, I couldn't. So I ha- couldn't even get in the door for that. That line went wrapped around the block like two times. That was unbelievable. That was it, unbelievable. It was, it was insane. It was yeah. just just by happenstance. I, I did this. They, uh, a guy in the community did a, a three-on-three basketball tournament. It was kind of like a networking thing. Like uh-huh. the, some projects were there, like Dapper Dinos was there. It was cool. They had food and a DJ. And um, the weather, you remember it hailed, the weather yeah. kind of cut that short. So yep. we were just kind of cleaning up. And I was like, listen, I'm just going to head over there 
uh, because I'm sure there's going to be a line. Yeah, so we waited smart. for like an hour yeah. and you know, there's cool people there. And I, I was, I was second in line. I, I didn't run or anything. It was just, it was very chill getting in there at that time. And, uh, I just, I just waited a little bit and met nice. some more people and amazing got to meet them. So, uh, Michael, yeah, I totally want to thank you for your time. This is so cool to, to be talking to you. Um, you know, usually when I'm hearing your voice, it's in the car or in my headphones mm. while I'm going for a walk or something. Appreciate but, that, uh, man. I love it. This was great. This, and I'll, I'll do it again, man. Hit me up. We'll do it again sometime for sure. I love it. So, um, yeah. you know, one more time, just going to to shill NFT Catcher podcast, uh, him and Jenny from the blockchain, just two awesome people, ambassadors for the space um, and the NFT Catcher IO free uh, email list and, and check them out. It's it's uh, NFT ticket on Twitter. NF ticket. Yep. NF, NF ticket on yep. Twitter. Yeah. Um, Definitely check them out. Thanks for being a, an incredible ambassador for not only V Friends but the whole space. Um, yeah, and I can't wait to connect soon. Awesome, beautiful. Thank you so much for having me.